How you feeling about 75 hard, bro? I'm Welcome to a brand new episode of the Super More Bros Podcast, hosted by your favorite brother duo, I'm Mitch, and I'm Matt, where each week we bring you a dope guest or equip you with the skills to live life at the highest level. Welcome back to another episode of the Super More Bros Podcast. What is up? Appreciate you guys tuning in. Today we're going to be diving into Mitch and I are running 75 hard and then what we actually offer and do for our businesses. Mitch, how are you feeling about 75 hard, bro? I'm feeling like it's more like 75 easy. I mean, you know, <laughs> out here in AP, I got perfect weather. I'm always trying to get outside anyway, so 45-minute workout outside is easy peasy. Uh, yeah, we'll see. I'm sure there's going to be days when it's going to get hard. We we finished up our water pretty fairly late last night. I mean, I say fairly late, but it was like 8.30. That's late for us these days. But Hold people. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited to see the transformation that we have. I feel like I'm already feeling a little bit more full. Got me some creatine whenever we first started uh, a few days ago. Went and picked it up from the nutrition shop. So I'm ready, rocking and rolling. Hell yeah. What's uh, What do you think your biggest struggle with it is? Uh, the biggest struggle is going to definitely be just making sure that I'm proactive instead of reactive so just when i do you know yeah. i've only been here in arizona for a few days a couple of them have been the weekend so whenever i'm diving in deep into a full work day of calls and you know work and everything else making sure that i'm still prioritizing the water and the protein the you know the workouts and everything like that so i'm not trying to shove it in all at the end of the day and uh, you know that could lead to some drop balls so that's definitely going to be the, the hardest thing for myself, but I feel like it's going to get me back into a place where I feel addicted to the process again or feel addicted to the gym and just pushing myself physically, which I'm very excited about because I, I haven't had that in a while. Love it. Love it. I think for me, the biggest obstacle is definitely what you said, of just trying to cram everything in. If I don't be proactive and then just that reading, man, I feel like that reading just sneaks up on me. Next thing you know, it's the end of the day and it's just like, oh shit, I'm tired. I'm ready to go to bed. Oh, I got to just sit there and just grind out 10 pages. Like it's already gotten me. We're on day three and it's already gotten me at the end of the night last night. The last thing I did is sit there and grind out those 10 pages. So I need to get those moved up earlier in the day. But I love what you said about being proactive rather than reactive because I've noticed already – well, I've been doing it for like a week now, but I didn't officially start till Thursday. But I've noticed already with the workouts, if you do not wake up, if I don't wake up and just fucking go get them done, man, I just dread them. Next thing you know, just I'm procrastinating the workout, procrastinating the workout, and then it's just like this big obstacle rather than if I just wake up and bust it out. It's like frictionless. Like it wasn't hard. It was easy to get done, get them in. But the longer I wait, it seems like the bigger obstacle they become for me. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, have we, we haven't experienced that yet. I haven't. Um, I mean, we've been just trying out new gyms in AZ. So there's a little bit of fun aspect that comes along with going to the gym because we're going to a new place, um, you know, trying out new things and seeing what is a good fit for us around here. So we haven't you know, ran into that yet, but I'm sure we probably will. And I'm sure the Arizona heat is going to come, come into play at some point as well. When you get outside and it's one eleven, and you're sore as shit and don't feel like doing cardio, uh, I'm going to have to go out and do cardio. The only thing that's motivating me to do that is to get a nice tan. So maybe that'll help me get over the hump when I need it. Yeah. You've had the jack part, but you've been lacking the tan part your whole life. <laughs> Well, that is here to change. That's the only reason. Maybe back, maybe back in your prime, 2017, you had the tan part. Oh, dear. Your best days are behind you, bro. I hate to break it to you. I'm re-peaking now to kick your ass for this. <laughs> re-peaking. For those that don't know, we are running. At the end of the 75 days, um, Mitch and I are going to be taking our after pictures and dropping them into my community 
for a vote to see who looks better at the end of the 75 days, just complete physique-wise, not before and after, not transformation, just who looks better after 75 days. We need to put something on the line rather than just, I know fucking ego and pride is on the line, bragging rights. That'll be enough for us. Just beating one another is enough for us. But I feel like we need to actually put something on the line too. If you lose, you have to rerun 75 hard. Well, I've thought about the uh, – have you seen Live Hard? There's like four phases to this thing. Yeah, I mean he has it, it, He has the program built out to where you can do it, you know, over the course of the full year and just make it – It's a year, basically, yeah. Basically, Live Hard, yeah. So I, I've seen yeah. it, it adds on to the task of 75 hard. Like, I yeah. Know, I haven't looked at it in a minute, but like compliment some random person or start a conversation with a random person or – yeah, that's like there's there's four phases. That's like phase three, I think. Like that's and then like after you finish phase two, you have to like wait thirty days before you begin phase three. Like you just take thirty days off, basically. I think that would be really hard. Take thirty days off, and you probably just keep doing it. Like you probably just to stay consistent, you would just roll right into phase three, still doing it over the thirty days. But I think a lot of people probably fall off during those thirty days. They get those temptations back. And boom. So that's one thing I want to talk about because this 75 hard, no cheat meals. How are you avoiding cheat meals, bro? I mean, it depends what you classify as a cheat meal. The, the diet that I've set for myself is just one gram protein per pound body weight. Um, and, you know, I just basically don't want to eat like an asshole. Like you just can't eat like an asshole to if you're going to hit that protein goal. Like you can't go eat some shitty, you know, high carb meal at wherever fast food restaurant, if you're going to hit your protein goal. So it forces you to make better decisions, even if you are going, you know, to pick up some food that's quick or whatever it may be, maybe cooking something quick at home, like it forces you to be cognizant of, okay, this needs to be protein dominant. And that's the main thing for me. If I'm hitting that, I feel I'm feeling good about, you know, where I'm at and it forces you to make better decisions just because you need to reach that goal or else you're going to find yourself up at 1am trying to eat chicken breasts or something to get to your, to get to your goal. If you fucked up during the day. <laughs> That's me. 1am up reading and chugging water. <laughs> then you don't sleep. <laughs> all night. No. <laughs> Peeing all night, man. <laughs> like Cheesh. I don't wake up. I'll wake up. My bladder's like full. Like I'm about to bust out the seams, but I don't wake up. Like I, I feel a ton of pressure when I wake up to go pee. Like I got to pee, but I don't wake up and your sleep quality just isn't there yet. You're still getting adjusted to AZ. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, probably, but we've been outside a lot and, and the sunrise is pretty early. So it's nice. Honestly, um, the sun is rising or it starts to get light outside like 545. So we've been getting up right with the sunrise early and it's been great. We get the sun sets at like seven o'clock in the evening or 730. So we're in bed at like eight ready to go to sleep because, you know, it's dark outside. Um, but yeah, we're still adjusting to that. But I think it's a definitely a welcomed adjustment because it's going to shift everything earlier for us and that's what we were you know trying to do while we were on the uh, in indiana on east coast time but <laughs> you know it doesn't always happen that way so having the time change makes it easier now to just stick to an early wake up and an early early bedtime and we're we're liking it so far no definitely hard over here i feel like you wake up late over here and then everyone else is already up now you're in your day trying to respond to a bunch of stuff, just reacting to the day. That's how it really feels. But, um, well, I mean, so how are you? You go Pacific time though. It feels weird. I've noticed that also just like when I look at Twitter or something and people have been up for like four hours and I just woke up. It's so weird because it's like, I'm up at five 30, like to, you know, this time here, but on Eastern time, you know, it's 8.30. Like, people have been up for a few hours. So, it's so weird. It feels like I'm a little bit behind in my day. Really? 
I mean, that 5 a.m. crew stuff, that isn't for me, man. Yeah, I mean, people tweeting at 5 a.m. Eastern time, it's like, okay, well, that was 2 a.m. here. So, like, you know, I'm, there's nowhere near, no, no way I'm getting up that early. So, it's it just, it's not like I'm, like, discouraged. Like, oh, I'm, you know, people are beating me. But it's just interesting to see because I'm so used to being on Eastern time. You know, we've been on Eastern time our whole life. So, uh, it's been weird to see adjusting to three hours behind everybody else. Yeah, I feel like you adjust quick, though. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we basically already are adjusted because, you know, we just didn't change our sleep schedule from Eastern time. You know, if you wake up at like 8 Eastern time, then you just travel to the Pacific time zone and wake up at 8 Eastern time, it's 5. Boom. Yeah. So So what, um, I know this is kind of off topic from what we were going to talk about, but for those that don't know, Mitch just moved to AZ. He's like day three on a move to AZ. What made you move to Arizona? Uh, just a lifestyle that Claire and I want to live. You know, you can't necessarily go hiking much in Indiana. Uh, Indiana winters are not fun. It's gray and dark and cold. Uh, you get like three hours of sunlight, and some days you don't get any sunlight. It's just cloudy <laughs> and gray and cold in the winter times for four, five, six months. So. Uh, we're just, you know, we've lived in Indiana our whole lives. We're ready to create a, a new life for ourselves, new memories, new places, you know, everything. Uh, Claire grew up in Brownsburg or in Indianapolis. You know, we obviously grew up in Southern Indiana and you just have memories from, you know, your past, you know, before you met each other in, in marriage or before you got married or, you know, you, you kind of plug into the life that your parents created whenever you stick around your hometown. You know, you don't, you're not able to curate your own life and make intentional decisions about where you want to go to church and where you want to go shop for groceries and where you want to, you know, X, Y, Z, you know, continue down the line. Uh, you just kind of inherit where you were born and what your parents decided to do. So we're, we're excited to really intentionally develop our own life um, and curate that and uh, just experience new things together because, you know, we want to experience as much as possible for before we find a, a home base, long-term place to stay and start a family. Um, so with that, you know, you got to get out and see the world before you can decide where you want to live in it. Yeah, love it. Warm weather being top of the list sounds like. I mean. It's like you're here in Indiana today. I mean, you, you described the forecast perfectly, just gray and raining. Yeah, exactly. So whenever, you know, we come back for Christmas or, you know, we we leave Christmas in Indiana to come back to Arizona, it'll feel like we're going back on vacation again. But really, we're just going back to where we live. Nah, you're going to get used to it real fast. Then we're going to be sending you selfies in, in the sun, 85 and sunny here, doing my outdoor workout for 75 hard. You're going to be... Like in bundled up with four layers outside doing your be trashing through the snow. Yeah, exactly. Getting it in, but uh, yeah. So what are your what are your workouts looking like? So for those that don't know, seventy five hard is two forty five minute workouts, one indoor, one outdoor. What are yours looking like? Yeah, so far we've we've been doing. I've been doing bodybuilding workouts primarily. So. Um, you know, previously we like to push our numbers and lift heavy and power lift and, you know, continue to push the limit on how uh, heavy we can go, but going into 75 hard, you just can't, you can't do that. I mean, you can do power lifting, but your workouts on the off days when you're not doing power lifting are going to be walking, stretching, active recovery, which is not necessarily a bad thing, but I wanted to actually use this opportunity of doing seven days of workouts a week to uh, get back into bodybuilding style lifting so that I'm able to recover and go again the next day on a different body part or whatever it may be. Um, that's how I fell in love with the gym initially. So I'm excited to, to jump back into that style of lifting, get out of the heavy lifting mindset, power lifting, you know, pushing, <clears throat> pushing numbers and just get into see how, see how good I can look. So that's been my gym workouts. Uh, my outdoor workouts have only been walks so far. I'm going to start getting in some more cardio. Um, as far as running goes, uh, maybe do some sprints along with, you know, sprint, walk, sprint, walk, or five minutes running, five minutes walking, start easing into that. 
Uh, but I just started with walks the past couple days because one, it's 105 degrees and two, I hadn't stepped in the gym for a month before getting here to Arizona because we were on the road for a month. So I knew that, you know, my workouts were going to hit me pretty hard and I wanted to be able to come back the next day and continue to do it again and again. Um, so the outdoor workouts have just been walks, but I plan on getting some running in starting this week, actually. Nice. And I'm actually a full week in. Like I've been doing the two days for a week now and dude, I'm already feeling taxed. Like my body is definitely getting adjusted. I'm building my work capacity back up. Like I was, I was feeling really sore and tired, I think yesterday or two days ago. So yeah, I feel you on the walks and stuff, but I've been pushing it. Like my outdoor workouts, uh, some, some walks, but I was doing like wheelbarrow carries, like loading up logs and carrying a wheelbarrow uh, overhead carries with logs. Like I was pushing both workouts and not that it was a bad thing. Cause I just wanted to see what I was made of, I guess, just fucking dive right in and go hard. But, um, but yeah, I'm definitely feeling my, my legs have been sore for like three days now. And it's just, I don't know. It's just a whole different style of training, I guess, than what we're accustomed to in the past of powerlifting. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that's what we've been doing the last few years, but I'm myself before we got to IVB. I mean, I was basically just doing bodybuilding style workouts. wasn't necessarily pushing numbers. Um, only yeah. press, I guess, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, I'm excited. Typical. Yeah, exactly. I'm excited to use the, uh, the off, uh, 40 outdoor, I guess, 45 minute workout for, um, core as well. So I'm looking to also get some cardio in because, haven't done cardio in years, but also do some core work because, you know, it gets neglected all the time. So I'm excited to use that extra time specifically on that and also a little add some uh, mobility because stretching is not my forte. I'm not flexible <laughs> whatsoever. <laughs> so Because uh, you don't stretch. Yeah, exactly. So it, you know, Me neither. When I'm forced to, to do an outdoor workout you know it's a good opportunity to do that yeah i've already been adding in planks a lot in my outdoor workout planks some side planks and then i did some uh, i did some bandit crunches yesterday on a tree so yeah i've been adding a lot of stuff in it's been a ton of fun though i'm enjoying it i'm enjoying the challenge um i think for anyone you know maybe listening to this um debating on whether you should try something like 75 hard or not i think you should like, it's going to be hard. It's going to be a challenge. But I've talked to a lot of my clients who are doing it with me and a lot of the guys in the community. And everyone has that, like, those nerves around it. Like, everyone's been having the same feelings of, like, oh, shit. Like, even the guys who work out consistently already five, six, seven days a week, they still have those nerves around actually having to check the box every day, like, checking all the boxes every day. Like even if they already did it before, it's one thing to do it and not have to check the box, but it's another thing to know, like, I got to get all these things in all 75 days. And so I would say do it. I would say this is, you know, if you're, you're listening to this and you need something to challenge you, something that you're just looking to level up, I think this is it because it's already, I mean, I'm a weekend and I'm already feeling, I mean, I'm going into my days with crazy momentum. The first couple of days I was just tired and beat. Woke up, get my two workouts in, and then try to go into my work day, and I was just dead. But after that, like I, I'm building momentum up, my body's getting accustomed to it, my work capacity is being built, and I'm feeling really good about myself. I have a lot of self confidence now, just after a week of just that belief I've built in myself to say I can get these things done and going out and doing them. So I'd highly recommend doing it. Yeah. What are your thoughts? Yeah, absolutely. I agree. You should definitely do it. I got already one of my clients on. He texted me about what it was and then looked it up on Google and he was like, I'm in. I was like, all right, when you, when's your day one? And like, you know, set the day. Yeah, yeah. Happened. So he's trying to get his wife in on, to, uh, uh, in on it as well. Nice. But um, yeah, I mean, one big thing that I didn't mention, the reason for doing it is, you know, we, Claire and I just came off of a week of, or a week, a month of travel. I mean, well, the boat trip and then we went on the road trip for three weeks um, you know, you lose a lot of the momentum that you gain both in the gym, in, you know, in your business, 
um, just in life overall, because you're out of routine. Like, yeah, you know, we experienced some incredible things, but we were ready to get back into our structure, get back into our routine, start working on our businesses, start working on ourselves again. And that's what this challenge is going to do is it's going to allow us to create momentum going into this new season of life, you know, as we transition into Arizona, both physically and mentally, you know, and give us that self-discipline to also work, you know, on our businesses and work <clears throat> on our relationship and everything like that. Um, so that's, you know, momentum is not something that just comes by luck, you know, or just, you know, like some outside force, like you can create that momentum through self-discipline and sticking to the things that you know you should do day in and day out. So this challenge is definitely going to help myself create that momentum again, going into this season now, coming off of season of rest, if you will. And I, I really believe that that self-discipline, that momentum that you're talking about is everything. And I think this is an easy transition for me, but because this is what I talk about a lot with my clients, you know, we get on these first couple calls or, you know, a potential call. If they're interested in working with me, we get on and just talk, get their situation, hear what I have to offer. And everyone just lacks that self-discipline or another term I like to use is self-respect. And I've used this example a lot, but you remember Terry. I used to mow with at A+. Cut her hair that one time. I use Terry's example a lot. I have been recently because when we would go mow, like it was like 12, 14 hour days, you know, it was a grind. Like you're out there 12, 14 hour days, six days a week, like just busting your ass. And Terry always said like, I'll be there. Like he always told you he was going to show up day one. You know, he'd tell me and Brett, like, I'm going to be there. I'm going to be there. And he never came. And if he doesn't come, then it's just two guys doing the work versus three. So now you have double the work to do. So, you know, he tells you he's going to be there and then he doesn't show up. Then the next day, he started promising more because, you know, it's not just good enough to tell me you're going to show up now. Now I'll look better if I promise to – I'll do all the shitty jobs no one wants to do. In landscaping, mowing, there's shitty jobs that no one wants to do. And then there's sit on the, the riding mower and just drive around. You know, that's the job everyone wants to do. So he started promising the shitty jobs. He started promising more than the, the bare minimum, I guess. But still didn't show up. So we started lacking respect and trust for Terry. You know, he's, he kept telling us, I'll be there, I'll be there, I'll be there. And he stopped showing up. And I think with everyone I've come across, that's been the situation of you tell yourself you're going to go to the gym tomorrow and then you don't show up. And now going to the gym is not just, it's just not good enough. It's not a big enough promise. So now you're going to go to the gym and now you're going to eat healthy on top of that. You're going to do the shitty jobs like Terry. You're going to do it all. And then you don't show up. And then you lose that, you know, just like I lost that respect and trust for Terry, you lose that respect and trust in yourself. You no longer trust yourself to say, hey, tomorrow I'm going to work out and I'm going to get it done. You just know in the back of your head, no matter what you say you're going to do tomorrow, you're probably not going to get it done. And that's why 75 hard is so important because you have to get it done or you fail and you have to restart. Uh, but I talk a lot about building that self-respect and that trust and that confidence in yourself with my clients. Like that's really what I dive into is building those habits up. So that way, anything you want to do in your life outside of fitness as well, you know, if you're starting a business and you got a task you got to get done tomorrow, you can put it on the to-do list and you can have the confidence in your ability to get it done when you say you're going to get it done. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's what self-confidence is, is, you know, keeping the promises you make with yourself is so then you have that trust with yourself of, if I say I'm going to do this, if I say I'm going to accomplish this goal, um, you know, I'm, I'm actually going to do it because I have a track record with myself that what I say I'm going to do, I do, I actually accomplish. Um, and we all struggle with this. Like I struggle with this and this is why I'm, we're, this is why I'm doing 75 hard, you know? I didn't show up every day in the gym that I was supposed to prior to this. Like I, you know, I skip, I eat like shit sometimes. Like we all have these times where we fall off. We suck. We, you know, we're not, we're not doing what we know we should be doing. And it just degrades your like self worth or self belief. You know, when you continue to just fail yourself and yeah. around you, you get, it takes you down pretty low. So 
you know, that's a big reason for even myself doing 75 hard is so that I can get that integrity built back up with myself of being able to follow through on what I have said I was going to do. Um, so I'm excited to see, you know, what day 75 and after actually entail, because I've already been talking to Claire about this. Like I'd like to incorporate this into my regular life, like not while I'm on a challenge, not while I have the accountability of others around me actually make this my life. Um, you know, maybe not every single day of the year, but incorporate that same discipline that I take from this challenge into the life afterwards and not just let it be only within these 75 days. Um, so yeah, it's a great point. I, I mean, I definitely think everyone listening should do it. If you haven't, if you're thinking about it, absolutely do it. Um, and, and Google it. If you don't know what it is, it's basically one 45 minute gym workout, one 45 minute outdoor workout every single day for 75 days, drink a gallon of water, take a progress picture, follow a diet and no cheap meals and read 10 pages of a self-help or informative nonfiction book every single day. So, um, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing complex. It's nothing, you know, hard, hard to do. I mean, it's there. Every single task is easy to do, but it's hard to get yourself to do it. Uh, so that's why it's 75 hard, but yeah, definitely check it out. Uh, but let's, let's move on. Cause we're, uh, we went a little longer than what we wanted to let's move on to, you know, what we actually do in our businesses. Um, I just think it's helpful to go along with our story, you know, so that people understand who we are, uh, how, you know, they understand how we got here, but now who we are, what do we actually do? How do we serve those around us? Um, so, so people can get an idea, you know, maybe they want to work with us or maybe they're looking to get into, to business similar to ours. And, and so they're interested in what that looks like. Um, so let's just start with yours and then we'll, we'll go over to mine. You know, what is it that you actually offer? Yeah. So I am a coach. I ultimately offer training coaching. And so what that really looks like is personalized program. So I have guys who are trying to push their numbers to deadlift 600 pounds, but I also have guys who never hit the gym before and they just want to get in two to three times a week. Or I have one guy who just has some at home equipment and he's just like, Hey, I'm trying to get some at home workouts in. Cool. I can program that out for you. I have an app that I do all my programming on. So personalized program to whatever your needs are. Um, and then we talk diet, of course, obviously diet is a huge, huge thing. So, but I don't, I don't overhaul people. Like I feel like a lot of people think like you're going to come in, hire me and get this, this meal plan with chicken and rice and like all this bullshit. Like, no, like I get into your life. I see what you're doing and we, we make changes from there. I'm not just going to give you this piece of paper that tells you what to eat and go eat it. Like, cause that, that doesn't fucking work. And ultimately dieting is all about sustainability. If you can't sustain it, it's not a good diet. So I really focus on sustainability with my clients. Are we enjoying our diet? If we're not enjoying our diet, let's scratch it and let's find something we're going to enjoy. Um, and then it also call, comes with access to the Elevate community. I mean, Elevate now is blowing up. I think we had like 15 guys join to join 75 hard with us. Um, there's 63 guys in there right now. And man, that group is just incredible. Like just incredible group of genuine, authentic dudes that are just pushing every day. I mean, just vulnerable guys willing to just say, hey, here's what I'm struggling with. Here's what I'm doing to overcome it. How can I serve you to help you overcome your struggles? Like daily, like last night we had a guy going on a date and he was super nervous. He drops in, hey guys, I'm like super nervous. Like 10 guys just hyping him up right away. One guy, he's really skinny. Like he's, he's you know, very underweight for where he should be, I guess. And he drops a pick in. He's, you know, he gets super vulnerable in that moment. And I mean, just like I said, 10 guys just surrounding him with love. And he just texts me like, man, you know, I really needed this in my life. I've never had anything like this. So that community is just, I mean, love, support, encouragement, and something I never imagined it would turn into. Like I, I saw the vision, I set out to do it, and it's just, it's gone well past what I thought. But uh, we jump on bi-weekly calls as a group as well. And then on top of all that, obviously I jump on one-on-one -on -one calls with my clients. 
Um, I do offer unlimited calls and then there's a portion where that's not unlimited calls. So usually unlimited calls with me. Um, and during those calls, we're just jumping on. You missing workouts? Why are we missing workouts? We identify obstacles, identify struggles, identify, I mean, any, really anything you need. Talk training, talk nutrition, talk the program, make sure everything's going good, answer any questions, just continue to move forward. And my biggest thing is I, I think I what I do best with my coaching is I inspire people to take action. Like so many people have anxiety around fitness or around just their life in general, doing things they want to do. And so I, I feel like I break that those walls down of we are no longer going to sit here and look at our goals. We're going to start taking fucking daily action toward our goals. And I think that's the biggest thing I've seen out of this coaching. And that's where I get the most fulfillment is a guy comes to me with whatever goal it is, deadlift 600 or get this new job. And we lay out, we set the goal, we lay out a plan and we just start taking daily fucking action toward it. Like, and I just, I harp on that action is everything. I truly believe that. So I harp on action and I just, I get my guys to start acting. So I guess that's in a nutshell what I offer. Nice. Nice. I love it. And how much do you charge? Did you mention that? No, I didn't. So it's $1,500 for three months. That's what I charge. Nice. Nice. So say someone is right now listening and, you know, this sounds good. I'm, you know, you get guys to take action. You do this, blah, blah, blah. What would you say is the number one value that they're going to receive? If they, if they hop on a call with you, they decide to move forward $1,500 for the next three months. What is the number one thing that they're going to experience that will make that $1,500 absolutely worth it? I think authenticity. I think hiring me, you're going to get authentic, real, genuine guy in your corner who's fighting with you. That's what I really believe. I think that's my most valuable part of my service is it's not, hey, Mitch, you hired me. You paid me $1,500. Here's this program I made two years ago. Here's this sheet of paper for you to eat your chicken and rice. Go do it. We'll check back in occasionally. Like, cool. No, it's like, hey, dude, like what's going on in your life? Like I get down in the trenches with my guys and we figure out where the struggles are, figure out where the pain points are. And I cater my service to that. I serve my guys in whatever capacity they need. So I think the biggest value you're going to get from me is just authenticity. Like I'm just going to come in. I'm going to be a real dude. I'm going to be real with you. I'm going to share my struggles with you too. Because we're all struggling. I'm not this perfect fucking guy with the six pack abs who eats the chicken and rice super clean. Like I got struggles too over here. So I think the number one value you're going to get is authenticity. I love it. I love it. Yeah. And I, I definitely agree. It just from, you know, the, the outside looking in, I mean, you become friends with all of your clients or you become friends with the guys and, and elevate uh, because they can truly see that you're there to help them. You know, you are there to meet them where they are, not expect them to be where you are. You know, that's important for people, you know, for, you know, like me or like you, where we are offering a service um, you know, we can't expect people to just be where we are and know the things that we know and have the discipline that we have. And, you know, all these things we have to come, come in, meet them exactly where they are and help them along the path to get to where we are. Um, and I think that you do that very well. And you also build a relationship with your guys, um, that is, you know, an, an unbreakable bond. Um, so that, that's awesome. So what you're saying is, you you're not you don't have pre-made programs for people like you actually sit down and write out a specific unique program to whatever the goals are of that new client like because i feel like a lot of people um online in you know fitness coaching they feel like oh i can just i can just go you know buy an ebook or whatever and um that'll get me results but the main benefit of, you know, you above what an ebook provides or what even a trainer provides that just has a preset program for all of his clients is that you're actually creating this specifically for their weaknesses, their struggles, their specific goals that they want to achieve. Is that right? Yeah, a hundred percent. And like, I mean, if you're a guy who's looking to push numbers, like obviously I know how to develop your weaknesses to do that. So 
everyone is different, as we know. Like every guy that comes to work with me, you know, yes, you may go get a little bit of results from an ebook, but you're different than the guy next to you. So why would you have the same program as him? So I completely cater it to one person. And I mean, every single person that comes to me, there's no two guys, two clients of mine running the same workouts right now. Like they all, it may be similar structure, similar frame, but they all have differences in some capacity. Every single guy has their own struggles, their own weaknesses they need to develop. And they have like, like I have a guy who he wants to take his dog out. Like he wants to take his dog out for walks. That is going to be a part of his program. Like that's what he enjoys doing. That's how he's going to get active. So I'm going to program him getting his dog out there. Whereas not everyone wants to walk their, their dog. Some guys want to spend an hour and a half trying to deadlift 600 pounds in the gym. So I just think everyone is completely different. And I think I would be doing people a disservice to just give them this pre-made bullshit that maybe worked for someone in the past or, you know. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I definitely agree. I mean, you have people who have different injuries that they come into it with or they have prior knowledge base, you know, maybe some people have more knowledge than others. So you have to be able to adapt to that. You can't give the, the guy who is actually coaching other people or who has been lifting for 10 years, the same program that you give someone who it's their first time going to be stepping into the gym and they don't even know what the equipment is. You know, they're, those are two very different people and have very different capabilities, you know, the first day that they may be on your program. So catering to that, uh, is very important. And, um, I think you, you mentioned it before, but so you offer unlimited calls. So if someone hires you, say $1,500, three months, and they're like, Matt, like, like you said, I'm struggling to get into the gym even one day a week. You know, like, can we have a weekly call where you hold me accountable, uh, check in, see how many workouts that I completed? Like, that's what I need is accountability because I'm just struggling to, you know, the front door is too heavy for me right now. Um, could they talk to you weekly? Yeah. I actually have a client who we were doing biweekly and then he goes, Hey dude, like, he's like, I'm struggling, man. He's like, I think it would be best to have you call me Monday morning. He's like Monday morning. We just start my week with a call with you. Little motivation, little accountability. We get to get the ball rolling for the week. I was like, boom, let's set it up. Here's when I'm free Monday morning. Works fine. We set it up Monday morning. Now we talk every Monday morning. Every Monday we jump on, I'm firing this guy up. He's rolling through his week and he's been crushing it ever since. That's why I don't offer, you know, like this, again, cookie cutter pre-made thing because he needed that. Like he needed, even if it was a 20, 30 minute call on Monday morning, that's what he needed. So that's how I'm here to serve him. That's how I'm here to help him. So yeah, we could talk weekly. I mean, hell, we need to jump on two calls in a week because someone's really struggling. I'm willing to do that. Like I said, authenticity, I'm getting down in the trenches with my guys. Absolutely. And how much teaching do you do? Um, so I think in financial planning and I'll get into it when I talk about mine, but it's very important for the people that I serve to understand why we're doing the things that we're doing. So how much teaching do you do versus just telling them what to do? Do you actually teach them how to create the workouts or like what the reasoning is behind maybe the nutrition uh, that they should be eating? Like, do you help them understand that and teach them to that so that they're, they're buying into the, the process a little bit more? Yeah, absolutely. Because I, I understand that they're not going to be working with me forever. And if I just give them the what or tell them what to do, then if we work together six months, great, they make a huge change. Great. But how does it, you know, how does it sustain long-term? And that's what I'm here. I'm here to change people's lives, not just change their next six months. So that's why I teach them the why behind everything. And I also think about it of their web of impact. Like most of the people I work with are dudes. They may have wife, kids. Maybe they're single guys who have friends, siblings. Like you have people around you. Every single person has people around you that you can impact. So if I teach you the why behind what we're doing to change your life, you can go give that to anyone. Like, and that's such a powerful resource to have, such powerful value because now, you know, a lot, a lot of guys struggle with their relationships of like they want to hit the gym, but their wife doesn't want to hit the gym. Well, you can't necessarily like coerce her into hitting the gym if you don't understand why you're doing what you're doing. So that's why I love to give people the why is not only can they sustain it, but now they can help 
all their people that they want to impact with the why they have the knowledge to do so. 100%. Yeah, I love it. We wrap it up there. Yours. I think the last thing I, yeah, the last thing I want to touch on is um, elevate itself because it's such a powerful community. And if someone is not interested in hiring me, you're just interested in joining a community of dudes. Like I said, 63 guys, all guys just supporting each other, loving on each other, getting vulnerable with each other. Bi-weekly calls, we're running challenges. Like 30-plus guys are running 75 hard right now, maybe even close to 40. And, I mean, I could scroll on my phone and show you from this morning of guys just dropping dropping picks in. Hey, I'm getting my workout in. Hey, here's what I'm doing for 75 hard. Here's how I'm leveling up. We talk a lot about God. We talk a lot about faith. And that is only 15 bucks a month to join. So if you're not – 1500 is something you can't afford – I would highly recommend this $15 a month community that is changing lives daily. Absolutely. It's my last thing. I'm in there. I'm in there as well. And uh, all the guys are just incredible dudes. I've met a lot of them in person and they're just as real in person as they are in the community. You know, they're just looking to love on others and they're, we're all somewhere, you know, in our journey to, you know, the ultimate destination. Like nobody has arrived, you know, we're all working on the same, things we're all on the same journey all in it together and you can truly feel that uh from the guys who are in there so you should definitely join um if you're not going to hire matt absolutely join the community and get a feel for what the vibe is and i promise you you will love it in there so um cool so let's dive into what money mitch actually offers we, we hear it a lot money mitch what do you offer dude <laughs> money mitch so the biggest thing that I offer, and, and I have come to this realization more recently, actually, but the, the biggest three things I'll say that I offer is number one, clarity, number two, peace of mind, and number three, accountability. So I believe that you offer as a personal trainer, online coach, the exact same three things just in fitness, whereas I am in finance. So when I say clarity... I'm offering you the clarity of how to get from where you are to where you want to be. The clarity of how you can make your money work for you. The clarity of how you can protect yourself against certain financial catastrophic risks. You know, the clarity of how I can plan for the goal to buy my first house or the goal to retire when I'm 45 or the goal to um, sell my business at 50 or whatever it is. The clarity of how to get from where you are to where you want to be. And I also say number two, peace of mind, because, you know, when we are in business or we're just in life in general, if we try to go at it alone, we're going to be experiencing the unknown almost daily. You know, we wake up every day, you know, in business or if we're just alone in our fitness journey, you know, we don't understand what the next steps are. And so we're just trying new things, trying to see what works if we continue to go at it alone. Um, and that comes with a lot of stress. It comes with a lot of uncertainty because you don't know what the future holds. So having someone that you can talk to, ask questions to, someone that is experienced in the area of finances that takes away that uncertainty of the future. And it gives you that peace of mind that you're looking for of, okay, like I'm going to be able to accomplish this goal. I'm going to be able to take care of my family if you know I were to pass away or I'm going to be able to, you know, retire at this specific age or whatever it may be, you know, everyone has different goals, but you'll have the peace of mind knowing that I'm on track to get there. Um, and third is the accountability, accountability, because we all need accountability. You know, you may, you may know what you need to do financially, but it always seems to land on the back burner and it lands on the back burner because it's important, but it's not urgent to you. So all of the urgent things in your life take priority, all the urgent things, regardless of whether or not it's important, if it's urgent, you put it on the front line, on the front burner and push the financial to do's later on, because the failure in finance doesn't come until 20 years down the road. It doesn't come till 30 years down the road. And all of a sudden you want to retire, or you want to have this level of wealth or you want to pass on generational wealth to your kids. Well, you know what? That starts 40 years from, from when the time that you need to do it, 
you know, the time that it's actually becomes a success and you accomplish that goal, like your action starts 30 years, like, you know, earlier. So people can continue to put it off and put it off and put it off because they don't see the repercussions until 30 years down the road. So you need the accountability to bring those financial to do's that you probably know you should be doing anyways from the back burner to your actual, you know, to do list today and take action on them. So clarity, um, peace of mind and accountability are absolutely the three biggest things that I offer, but to dive in specifically to the service and get into a little bit more, uh, in the weeds or nuts and bolts of it, I offer financial planning and investment management. So investment management is, I actually open my clients investment accounts on uh, my custodian altruist. It's like a platform similar to a Schwab or a Vanguard, you know, where you open a, a brokerage account or you open a retirement account, a Roth IRA, whatever it may be. Um, except I am actually managing those accounts for my clients. So I'm making the investment decisions. I'm creating the portfolio um, and deciding, you know, when to change the portfolio, when to make different investments, et cetera, how long we're investing for. I help my clients determine how much to invest, how much to, you know, where to put that money. Um, and so that's the investment management portion. Also on the financial planning side of things is where there's typically a question mark for people. There's a little bit more uh, fuzziness. They're like, you know, what is financial planning? They really don't, uh, don't grasp exactly what it is, but I would argue that it's actually more valuable than the investment management portion. So financial planning, first and foremost, what, how I like to explain it is you are the CEO of your life and I'm the CFO. If you hire me, I become the CFO of your life and you are the CEO. So if your life is a business, you're the CEO, you're determining the vision, you're determining, you know, what your goals are, you're determining um, everything that you want to attain in your life. And I'm helping you align your finances with those goals, with the life that you want to live. So I can't, you know, I'm not coming in to get you rich quick um, because I can only work with the money that you make. So if you don't make any money, I can't help you build wealth, you know, from, from that money. Um, so I am not, you know, telling you what to do. I'm helping you align what you're already doing or where you want to go, um, you know, with the goals that you have for yourself. Um, so first and foremost, I always start all of my clients with cash flow management. So what's coming in, what's going out. That's the foundation of everyone's financial situation. If you do not understand your cash flow, you do not even understand where you're starting on the path to reach whatever goal it is that you want. So everyone should start with understanding how much they make per month, uh, per quarter, per year, whatever it may be. If you're in a business, if you're a business owner and your income is variable, you know, you make a lot one month and maybe nothing the next, you know, then uh, average that out over a full year. You know, how much do I make in a year or how much do I make in three months, et cetera. And then understand how much you're spending. So how much you're spending month to month, how much you're spending quarterly, annually, whatever time frame you choose to look at that, you know, from you need to understand how much you're making, how much you're spending first off before you can, um, you, you know, go anywhere else. So I help my clients understand what their cash flow is and how to manage that best. And then we're planning for goals. So if they have, like I mentioned earlier, if you're wanting to buy a house in three years or you're wanting to transition from your nine to five into self-employment within the next two years, or you want to retire at 45, or you want to be able to, um, you know, give your kids a hundred thousand dollars when they turn 18, so they can start their own business or whatever, whatever your goals, goals may be, we're planning for those. Um, so that can be as simple as a vacation every year, if you want it to be, you know, just making sure you have money set aside for that. So planning for goals, tax planning. So estimating, this is especially important for business owners estimating, you know, what is my tax liability going to be at the end of the year? Or what is my uh, tax liability, you know, this quarter? Because business owners, you know, once we reach our second year of business, we have to start making quarterly estimated tax payments. So we need to be on top of taxes throughout the year, not just, you know, when April comes around of the next, the next year, <clears throat> you know, you need to be proactive with what that is, uh, what the liability is, and also how you can lower that and different things that you may be able to do to lower your taxes. Um, so helping my clients with that insurance, uh, like I mentioned earlier, there are some catastrophic risks that can really tear down 
our financial lives, but also just our livelihoods in general, you know, whether it be passing away, dying, you know, if you are the man of the family and you're the one making the money and you pass away, your income is no longer a thing. So will your family be taken care of in that instance of you passing away, you know, helping my clients understand life insurance in that instance or disability insurance, you know, if you are uh, someone who's making a couple hundred thousand dollars a year online coaching and you become disabled and you're no longer able to perform your job, do you, you want to be able to experience the same lifestyle that you were experiencing, you know, so making sure that you have insurance in place in order to cover that potential risk. Um, so we go over insurance and all different types of insurance. Those are just a couple examples and um, <clears throat> also retirement planning. So planning for retirement, often my clients are young, so that's pretty far away, but you know, we want to make sure that we're taking action towards that now uh, because building you know, true wealth is a long-term game. So we're looking at essentially every single area of your life and how it affects your bottom line, if you will, um, financially and making and aligning every single financial decision with the vision or goals that you have for your future is what that financial planning portion looks like. Love it, dude. And I think the biggest thing, me working with you is that peace of mind that you were talking about earlier. That peace of mind has been the biggest thing for me of like just going on that trip for New Year's that I went on, not worrying about spending spending all my money or whatever. I knew how much I could spend and I could just go vacation comfortably, relaxing. Um, how much money does someone need to get started with you? They don't need any. They don't need any money to get started. So that is a common misconception of, I get that question a lot of, you know, how much money do I need to invest to be able to work with you? And you don't have to invest any money to be able to work with me. You know, all of those financial planning aspects that I just mentioned before are arguably, I would say much more valuable than the investment management portion of things. So even if you have no investments currently, um, you just have you know money stacking up in your checking account, or maybe you're even living paycheck to paycheck. You're making enough money, but you're just not sure how to get your habits under control in order to, you know, create that <clears throat> cushion in your life. You know, I'm happy to help. So I'll help anyone along their journey at any point. You know, I'm a young guy. I am just getting started in my own life, and most of the people around me and people that relate to me are in that same boat. So. I'm not the type of person that says, oh, you need to, you need to be wealthy already to come work with me. You need to have $500,000 to invest to be able to even have them sit across the table and have a conversation with me. You know, I am truly in this business to serve others and help them get on the path to wealth. Not necessarily you're already wealthy. Let me help you become more wealthy. No, I actually want to take people from, you know, the life that they're living now to a life of wealth so that it, they are able to change future generations of their family. So there is no, no minimum investments to be able to work together. Cool. And talk to me about the, I, I, I feel like a lot of people with a financial planner, like I know our grandpa, for example, like hire the financial planner, send him your money. And it's so hard to get in contact with him. Like you can never call him like you to schedule a meeting. It takes weeks. Like you, you're emailing back and forth, like, and you don't know what they're doing with your money. Like they're like their visibility is poor. So what does your process look like with communication? You know, can I just jump on a call with you whenever? Um, and then what does the visibility look like? If I have questions like, Hey, where did you just put that hundred thousand dollars that I gave you? Like, are you willing to answer those? Like, what does that look like? Absolutely. Yeah, it's a great question and something that you hear commonly when it comes to financial advisors. And um, you're probably listening to this on audio. So I just use the quotation marks in my, with my hands because often people mistake financial advisors or they mistake insurance salesmen for financial advisors. So if you have an advisor that works at Northwestern Mutual or, you know, this is probably illegal to even call out these companies, but whatever, um, you know, Northwestern Mutual, like, even in like an Edward Jones or some, some big name company, you're probably getting sold stuff that you don't need under the disguise of I'm your financial advisor because 
there are a lot of incentives to sell these products because they're high commission and blah, 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 blah. So what happens is you only hear from the advisor whenever they have something to sell you. You know, they're not actually trying to give you advice. They're not actually trying to help you with your specific financial struggles. They just want to sell you something so they can make a pretty penny. And so then you only hear from them when they have a new product that they think would be a good fit for you and the, the answer to all of your um, issues. Um, so for myself, typically in the beginning, I have anywhere from four to six meetings with my clients in order to get the foundation of their situation built. So that's, you know, getting to know them first and foremost, you know, trust and transparency are two things that I really want to do business uh, by, and you know, what I want to value in my business. So we need to get to know each other. Um, I need to understand who you are and, you know, where you want to go, what your goals are so that I can ultimately offer specific recommendations that actually would be best for you because just like in fitness every everyone's finances and everyone's situation is different um you know in financial planning so trust and transparency is very important so we get to know each other we're gathering uh data getting to know your situation um and then we're also then we're starting to take steps to you know, achieve the short-term goals or action items that we set forth from that third to, you know, six meeting. It takes quite a few different meetings to cover the different areas of finances. Um, <clears throat> so those are typically weekly, you know, in the beginning, building that foundation, you know, we need to meet regularly. That's where a lot of the work is going to be done is up front. Uh, but then just like you, I offer unlimited access to my calendar. You know, I send my clients a link of like, hey, you can schedule a meeting through this link at any time, um, you know, and we can talk or here's my email, here's my phone number, call me, text me, email me, you know, whenever you need it, whatever you need, feel free to communicate, you know, whenever. Um, so they do have unlimited access to be able to set up calls with me whenever something is going on or initiating, um, you know, check-in meetings and calls with my clients very regularly if I haven't heard them from them for a few months. Uh, just to make sure everything's going going well. So they have unlimited access to talk to me, but also um, it, you kind of hinted at the, the transparency side of things as well. I invite people to ask why. You know, I actually just said this to a guy on Friday uh, who, who jumped on and became my client. Um, you know, I invite those questions of why, because you need to understand why we're doing what we're doing. If you're going to buy in you know, trust the decisions that I'm making and, and truly understand what we're doing with your finances and how that relates to the life and the, or the goals that you want to, to achieve. Because if you don't understand why, you're not going to be bought in. And I need you to be, be bought in in order to take action on the stuff that we put in place um, and have that belief that, you know, I know what I'm doing. You know, we're doing this for a reason. You know, and, and, and here's why. So you can understand that, you know, I'm not the type of person that, looks down on others for not understanding certain financial topics. I mean, that's what they're hiring me for. They're hiring me for that. So why would I get upset if they ask a, what may seem like a dumb question to other finance people? Like these aren't, you know, they're hiring you for a reason. And so I invite all of those questions. Um, and specifically with investments, I mean, my clients can log in, see their account value, see their performance, see what they're invested in. They can withdraw and contribute at any point in their investment accounts. So it's completely transparent as the moves that I'm making. Um, also what I'm charging, they receive a, an invoice every single month that states, here's exactly what, you know, this month's charge was, here's exactly how it was calculated. You know, it's very clear, um, exactly what you're paying me for the advice that I'm providing, um, and what I'm actually doing with your money. Love it. Love it. Um, my next question is, so say like, like, again, all this is sounding great. Like, man, I, I'm a young guy or maybe I have some money or wherever I'm at. I'm interested in working with you, but maybe I have someone else. Like you talked about these big companies. Like, I don't know if I'm getting sold to, I don't know what's going on. Like, can I talk to them and get my portfolio and come to you and have you review it? Like, is that something you can even do? Do you offer free consultations, paid consultations? Like what if I want to jump on you and just give you my situation and just see, see what your thoughts are. 
100%. So I offer free discovery calls for anyone who's interested in hiring me, but they just have some questions still. I mean, I understand that finances are an intimate subject. You know, you don't want to just trust some guy from Twitter, <laughs> even though that's probably what I'll end up being to you is some guy from Twitter until we meet in person. But, you know, you have to be able to trust the person that you are giving your financial future over to. You're trusting them with the decisions that they're making uh, that, you know, your family is going to be provided for in the future. Like this is intimate, important stuff. And I certainly understand that. So I don't expect someone to just see one tweet or look at my website and be all in without knowing who I am and, and what I do. Um, so I offer those 30 minute free calls and you can ask any question. Um, you know, I typically give an overview of what the service is similar to what I just did earlier here. Um, you know, and then if you're like, I have this guy that I'm currently working with, just like you said, but I'm not sure if I'm getting the advice that, you know, is, is best for me. I'm not sure if what we're doing is, is right. Um, you know, I'll absolutely review your portfolio or if you have specific questions, you know, I can definitely answer those to the best of my ability with the understanding of your situation that I have. Um, but I absolutely do review people's, you know, portfolios or anything that they want ahead of time before actually committing to work together. Because even if I give you the information of what I may recommend or what the issues are with what your, your current advisor is doing, like in order for you to take that information and run with it, you know, you have to do the work. And most of the people, you know, the people that I want to work with are people who want to hand it off to me or they have it handed off to someone else. So I am not afraid to give information up front or give advice up front, even before I receive, you know, that first invoice, because, um, you know, I understand how important this is and how, how important trust is. So, um, anyone can schedule a call and, and ask whatever they want. Cool. And then my, my last question for you is about this whole cryptocurrency space. I mean, I know a lot of things in finance are situational, you know, like someone has extra money, good cash flow, whatnot. But do you invest your current clients in crypto? Because I know a lot of people have a lot of questions around crypto. Are you a guy who's willing to dabble in crypto? Are you completely anti-crypto? What's your what's your stance there? Absolutely. So I do help my clients invest in crypto if it is appropriate. So I help them determine if it is appropriate for them specifically. I mean, to me, crypto is still a risky space. You know, there's a lot of fraud going on in crypto. We just saw a couple of recent uh, exchanges go bankrupt, um, you know, that people are buying crypto from these, these companies or these websites. Um, it just went bankrupt. So, you know, if you had money on those exchanges, you lost it all. Or if you had crypto on there, you lost it all when they went bankrupt, most likely. Um, so yeah, just helping my clients understand the space, what to invest in, how much to invest in it, what it is, you know, just explaining what the different cryptocurrencies are. Um, and I'll be completely honest, like I typically only focus on, you know, the big name cryptocurrencies. I'm not getting into the weeds uh, because there's a lot of them out there in this, this uh, industry is very young still. So I focus on the big name, the big name players like Bitcoin and Ethereum, getting to know those very well, uh, because, you know, the bigger the network or the more people that are actually adopting uh, the various cryptocurrency, the better off it, you know, better chances it has to last. Um, it has the staying power through the, the ups and downs of, of growing, of growing pains in the industry. But yeah, so to answer your question directly, I do not invest my clients money for them in crypto. I do that in the stock market, um, you know, through my company called Altruist, my custodian, like I mentioned, but I do not have the technology and it doesn't fully necessarily exist even yet for advisors to invest clients, crypto assets for them. But I do help them understand the space if they should invest in it or not, how much to invest, et cetera. And, yeah, it's completely different for every person, um, but I do talk about that and help my clients with that. Cool. That was my uh, last question with you. You got anything to add? Um, I don't have anything specific to add. Um, I don't think it's just 
only thing that I would say for either of us uh, in our service and our businesses is if you are even a little bit considering hiring us, just reach out, just reach out, ask us some questions, you know, whatever obstacles that may be in the way of you hiring us, give us an opportunity to answer those. And I'll just be completely honest. If it's not a good fit right now, that's okay. Neither of us are going to be upset with you or, you know, upset that you didn't decide to hire us and, you know, not talk to you or, you know, get, get, get shitty, whatever. Like we are truly in these businesses, both to help people and make an impact. So, um, you know, if you have questions, if you think it's maybe not the right fit right now, but you would like to hire us in the future, like just reach out, have a conversation. Like, it's cool. Don't, there's no hard feelings. If you don't decide to go forward, you know, we want to be as transparent as possible and answer any questions you have. And we just want to meet people. Like if you're listening to this podcast and you never connected with us at all, like even if you're not interested in hiring us, just DM us. Like we want to meet you guys. We want to connect with all you guys. Like that's, it's a huge reason why we're doing this stuff and building this following and, creating this depth with this podcast is just because we want to connect with more people. We want to build more relationships. Um, so if you're listening to this, you're hesitating at all, you want to reach out, connect with us, just DM us the word podcast and we'll, uh, we'll start the conversation for you if that's what you need to do. So DM us podcast, or if you're interested in working with us, just go book a call through the links in our bios. Absolutely. In fact, if you are still listening to this and you do not yet work with me, I will waive my initial fee. If you reach out to me and just mention the podcast and you heard on uh, this, heard of this deal on the podcast, if you're still listening an hour into this episode of episode six, I will give you $500 off starting to work with me. I, typically with my clients, I charge $500 up front, anywhere from $150 to $300 a month, depending on your situation. If you reach out to me and mention this part of the podcast specifically, I will waive that initial $500 fee. I'll give you a discount as well. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what it'll be. I don't know what it'll be. I don't have like a, an initial fee, but we can talk. We can talk. Yeah, I mean, 10% like, off DME podcast. Like if you're supporting <laughs> the podcast this early, um, you know, some people listening probably are, do already work with me, but if you don't and you're thinking about it, Act on this. hundred <laughs> percent. So I think that was just a sign of appreciation. You know, we appreciate all you guys tuning in, listening to the podcast. Seriously, reach out and connect with us. Thank you guys so much. Um, podcast number seven will be coming out next week, week from today. You guys can expect it Monday, 9 a.m. Eastern time. Every single Monday, we will be hitting you with some valuable, valuable stuff. So Peace and love. I think that's uh, all we got for today, though. You you want to wrap us up? No, that's it, man. We're going to continue chipping away 75 hard. And, um, yeah, if you're listening and still listening, connect with us online, whatever. Reach out. Talk to us. We'll be happy to, to network with you. Um, but, yeah, just appreciate you all for listening. Love you. Peace out. <laughs>